and you're listening to A Daily Dose of Hope, healthy stuff so you can keep on trucking with Hope Savara and Chrome and Steel Radio. Hey, welcome back to A Daily Dose of Hope. I have a very special guest, my dear friend Ron, also known as Toe Jam. Hey, Ron, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Today, I want to take some time to talk about truckers' health. And not just me talking to you guys about how to be healthy, but really what some of the struggles are that out on the road truckers are facing, but also some of the successes that you guys may be having in trying to take better care of yourself. So I'm curious, you know, what do you feel like from one, you're a trucker, but two, what do you feel like is one of the biggest struggles? What is one of the hardest things that you guys are trying to deal with right now in, in staying healthy? Um, before I answer your question, stuff with plug. Kelly dressed me today. <laughs> and there's so much talk around the wall in the news today. So her people are building the wall. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm- <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Um, well, I guess first of all, tell us tell us how long you've been driving. How long have you been driving truck? 26 years. Holy cow. Holy cats. My first job was uh, I used to drive carriages in Central Park, New York. Get out. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, there comes a lot of manure with the job. So you got to get, you know, all the manure to the, to the plants. And then we used to trade horses for carriages with the Amish. So I used to have to haul them to upstate New York. Get out of town. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, so for those of you that don't know, so Ron and I are both based out of Wisconsin. So, which is kind of fun. <laughs> Although he lives a couple hours more north than I do. Uh, so you get way more snow than even I do, which is yeah. hard to believe that's even humanly possible. But, <laughs> but um, I'm curious. So, I mean, even just you as a trucker, what are some of the things that you face on a daily basis that is kind of like the struggle as far as staying on a healthier track? I mean, temptations, um, time, all of that. The exhaust fumes coming out of the diners. <laughs> Truth, reality. Because <laughs> that steak smells really, really good. And I was told when I, you know, got off, you know, when I tried to get off the meat that I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me anymore. But it's, it's not true. It's not true. No, <laughs> the biggest struggles, I think, is just uh, circulation. Sitting in that truck all day, 11 hours. Um, uh, you see a lot of guys out here with circulation issues. They got the big, bulgy ankles, purple sometimes, a lot of times. Um, and just uh, food is truly a comfort food. And uh, eating all the wrong stuff, but the stuff that your mom fed you, eating all the stuff that your, your wife or your significant feed you. Um, it tastes really good, but it's not so good for you. And, right. Uh, uh, digestive issues. 
you know, it takes all that energy to digest that food. Um, and then just sits in you like a lump because then you're not moving for another six plus hours. And it's interesting because I actually, um, in talking about food in the truck stops, one of the conversations that I was in recently is, you know, and, and I have to agree, it's like, well, why should we change what we're offering in the truck stops if they're buying it? So it's like, there has to be this huge movement that has to happen because uh, let's say TA Petro, for example, I've been able to talk with some people there and they're like, well, if the truckers will buy it, we'll buy it. But if they keep buying the other stuff, we're going to keep buying that. And, and that is like a, it's a struggle. It's such a struggle because it's like, take it away. And they're like, no, I'm not going to take it away because it makes us money. And yet it's not helping their best customers stay alive and stay their customers. So I just find this like irony to it. Is this a family show? Um, viewer discretion advised. <laughs> what I found to work if people my age in the mid forties is men, I tell them how they're never, or how it's not natural for your members not to work at our age. I know what so, you're talking about. So I'm trying to be clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I, I directly relate to food and how it clogs your capillaries, uh, your vision, you know. Um, all that stuff is directly related. You know, your, your kidneys, the diabetes is decimating the trucking industry. Mm -hmm. you get on the blood pressure. The blood pressure. Um, which leads to the diabetes. You know, it all starts with the hypertension, um, the circulation. Um, so when you, um, ultimately, and then, you know, it causes issues, you know, uh, in the, in the lower region, um, that typically gets their attention. You know, it should, you should work like, you're maybe not 15, but. Let's say 25. 25. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's, I think that's one of the realities though, that a lot of people don't think about. They think that they're invincible whether you're a truck driver or not, and that you can keep continuing to live this lifestyle. And then all of a sudden things stop working, be it your, you know, sexual areas or be it your, you know, ability to procreate or be it your ability to digest food or, you know, pass a kidney stone or whatever it is. All of these things are not working anymore. And, and we got, we got some problems. We got some problems, but it's, I find though, it is particularly challenging when you are driving a 10 by six box around all over the country where you don't have access all the time to fresh fruits and vegetables or to be able to cook your own food. Now I do know a, a small handful of truck drivers that are trying to like pre-make their meals before they got on the road and, and whatnot, but that in itself is challenging. Um, I'm going to say patronize the Indian truck stops. I know people are a little angry because there's a lot of immigrants or Indians coming in here. But the turmeric, they pump their food full of turmeric. And it's so beneficial. Oh, huge. Print inflammation. Unbelievable. I'm just going to plug my computer in here. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. I'm a huge, huge fan of turmeric. And you can even just, I mean, 
I was talking to one truck driver, buy turmeric tea. You can buy, you know, fresh turmeric and grate it into stuff. You can buy powdered turmeric. And, you know, for the most part, it's, you know, has just a little bit of a bite to it. Yeah. And you can be taking that on a daily basis. It's phenomenal for your health. Moringa. But yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of times we, 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 because we're so pressured, we got to find, you know, handful, something that we can eat going down the road. But um, we're just going to have to take that 30 minute break and, you know, do better, mm -hmm. um, eat better. Um, it's, can, you, it's, can you share what are you doing? I mean, I, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, you know, but what are you doing as a mail truck driver out on the road? You've been doing this for 20 plus years. What are some of the changes that you have made and been able to stick with? Because for the people that are listening that maybe have not yet made that change, maybe not even one, I, I always start with like, can you try to drink more water? Like anytime, like anything, what have you done and what have you been able to stick with? Um, the last two years, uh, I've substantially, I've been introduced to fasting, uh, water fasting, um, juice fasting, have a juicer on the truck, uh, the Jack LaLanne juicer on the truck and uh hold on yeah selfless plug <laughs> <laughs> who gave you that hat who is that right who, who gave you that hat <laughs> uh, but seriously no um uh and just choosing to eat better meals you know i understand or i, I study with different foods as far as celery or the kale what it does to me and i look for those uh results you know when i'm over the court when I'm juicing. Um, the water fast is key. The first four days are horrible. Um, I um, divorced my girl, her mama, and my dog in the first four days. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, I mean, just a, a presence comes over you. Um, you feel, uh, your body goes into ketosis. And you feel uh, just super energetic. Like you have to get out of that seat and burn off some of this juice. So uh, the energy, I mean, you know. Uh, and this is from the mouth of a truck driver, you guys that are listening. Like, it's not me telling you. He is doing this himself. Like, this is not me talking from the other side of the windshield. You know, this is, this is, you're hearing this right from his mouth. Um. Your videos, sitting in a chair, you know, right in front of the steering wheel. There's like so many things that, you know, I wasn't aware of. Um, the food, uh, you know, I haven't completely cut off the meat, but it's. I try to make it the smallest thing that I eat. Uh, I make time to get, you know, I'm not really a big salad guy, so... I love, you know, like I say, the curries, um, the vegetarian meals, the samosa. If you guys can get samosa out of the Indian truck stop, oh my gosh! Um, can you? Can so you I don't do feel know, like I'm sacrificing. No, do you feel? Could you know offhand where are some of these Indian truck stops that people can stop at? Can you? Can you list some off? Oh, like kind of whereabouts? Carlisle, Pennsylvania, right across from the Flying J. That's one of the biggest stops for truck drivers. Uh, if you're going across uh, uh, 80, uh, Laramie, Wyoming, um, 
you got some in Denver, Colorado. Um, I mean, they're everywhere. They're coming up like churches and liquor stores. So, awesome. Uh, there's no excuse. Um, awesome. And the food is bomb. You can go for a vegetarian and you don't miss the meat. You know, curry cauliflower. Like, I know it don't sound appetizing, but it is delicious. Well, and when you start cleaning up your diet, your taste buds change. Like, we are so, our taste buds are so saturated with preservatives and chemicals and things. We don't even know what real food tastes like if we've been living out of a truck stop. Now, granted, there are some things that you can get out of a truck stop that aren't horrible, um, but if you're eating the donuts and you're eating the chicken fried sandwiches and you're eating the potato wedges and, and that's what your diet consists of with a, you know, an energy drink to wash it down, mm. you know, you don't know, you, your body is so brainwashed, it doesn't even know what it's experiencing. Water, water, water. You won't need a Red Bull if you're pumping your body full of water. You won't eat as much if you pump your body full of water before you um, go to the uh, uh, go to the buffet table. So, well, and most people are dehydrated when they think they're hungry. They're thirsty. They're actually thirsty. They're not hungry, and most people don't recognize that. That is crucial. Um, your body is craving minerals. You know, we all tend to be mineral deficient. Um, I yeah, gotta... It's like I'm talking to my granola friend right now. <laughs> I'm talking to Ron, the truck driver. This is great. It is like we we are like, you're like my bestie from like another life, except you reincarnated into a truck driver. Like <laughs> This has only been, only been the last two years. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff is new for me too. But, uh. Uh, when we uh, run, you know, when we make a beeline into the truck stop fuel line and get a chocolate bar, your body's screaming, it needs some iron. <laughs> you know, uh, same thing with the lady, the lady drivers. You know, when your menstrual cycle's coming up on you and you gotta, you get that pimple and you need that chocolate bar, it's that iron. Your body is screaming for iron. This is straight from the mouth of Dr. Tojam. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. This is straight from the mouth of Dr. Todram. So let's just let's just put that out there. He takes consultations that I stop once a week. So look for look for him in the back of the parking lot. Okay, so he'll be there. Honk twice, and he'll know that you're ready, and he'll come on over. And excuse the wall. <laughs> Yeah, oh no, my gosh. Uh, we're in trouble. I mean, it shouldn't be like this. We know we come out here to make a living, take care of our family. And um, I think uh, out of all the industries, we got to be the poorest uh, uh, eating. Or the, we we got to have the poorest diet of all. Yeah, industries. the stats really are not in your favor as a truck driver. And, you know, it's interesting when I talk to people that that don't have connection with the trucking industry, you know, they, they assume that all of the people that are truck drivers, which, you know, I'm like right there cheering for you guys is, you know, oh, they don't care about their health or oh, they're so intense. Like, you know, one, you try to live their lifestyle 
And two, that's so unfair because I know dozens and dozens and hundreds of truck drivers that are legitimately trying to stay healthy, working out in the parking lot, working out in their trucks, choosing alternative foods, you know, doing the fasting or intermittent fasting or just trying to drink more water. But it's hard because you can't just go on my break today, I'm going to go down to the gym, you know, <laughs> or, or, you know, when I get home, I'm going to go work out in my nice workout room in my basement. Like, <laughs> get that like hello like you have to have this whole other reinvention of how to stay healthy fit and active while on the road it's not like you go to your hotel room unless your truck's broken down so it's just it's not it's not easy and one of the things that I have found is companies straddle the line of yeah we want our employees to stay healthy but we don't really want to put any money towards it we care about them but you know, just enough. And, and it has to change because in corporate, you say, let's help your employees get healthy. How about a wellness program? And they literally are throwing money at you. Like, come in and do this. You go to a trucking company and literally they, they I, I, and this is, I'm not, I will not say the company, but they have wellness coordinators that they pay salary to and no wellness program. I was dumbfounded. I had no idea how to respond when I asked what she's, what is she coordinating? And she had nothing. There was nothing. No, no, nothing. But yet the company is spending money to, to employ her for a fairly large fleet. And there is nothing that they're offering to me. That is unacceptable. That is absolutely unacceptable. That's probably the deal that they got with the insurance company. Like hire this lady at 50 grand will save you 250 grand a year. But I mean, at some point, at some point, and for those of you that are listening out there, you know, drop in the comment section. I want to know your feedback. At some point, these companies have to turn the corner and realize without the drivers, you have no company. And this is what happened in corporate 10 years ago. They realized that they don't start taking care of their employees and offering them something their employees are no longer going to work for them. And it's not that they have to go and like, you know, build a gym, although I find it interesting that some trucking companies have a gym, but yet what trucker lives at the home base? I mean, I know I'm not a trucker, okay? So, but I have been inside several, several trucking company facilities now in the last year. And some of them have gyms. And I I asked one of the owners, so how many truckers use this gym? He had to walk around the question and he would not answer it. He goes, well, the office staff, we, we have a fitness trainer that comes in here once a week and runs classes. Oh, really? How many truck drivers actually take the classes? Well, all of our office staff takes, takes it. No, you're not answering my question. So they're willing to spend the money on that. And, and that to me, that to me is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. So how do we change that? How do we, as a trucking community, change that? What I do, uh, I keep kettlebells on the truck. Um, well, no, the last one I think uh, Lucky has, but uh, <laughs> I gotta get another one. But no, you know, you grab somebody. You know, when you're doing your your exercises, when you're doing your walking. Um, I was walking in the truck stop one time, and it got contagious. A lady jumped out. And then, you know, all the guys were sitting in the front seat watching. They're like, well, we're not going to let her out do it. And so now we're competing on how many laps. Because Dr. Ron was out walking. <laughs> Dr. Ron was out walking and thought, you know what? Hey, you, hey, you, hey, you. But that's just it. That's just it. 
You know, if you see someone, here's a challenge maybe for those of you that are listening. Here's a challenge. When you see somebody working out outside their truck, go over there. One, there's human contact for you for the day. Check that box. Yeah. And two, you know, work out as a team. And there's nothing better than working out with someone because what happens, they motivate you. They push you. You know, if they're working a little harder, you're like, oh, shit, I better work a little bit harder, too. You know, they're walking a little better. I better, I better get my butt moving. So I wasn't going to use the ASS word, but we're going to keep it PG here. I'm going to get my butt moving. I'm going to get it moving. And so how about as a trucking community, you know, this is with Mother Trucker Yoga. I was like, okay, if companies are not going to be, and we have a few companies that work with us, but if they're not going to be as receptive, I'm going to go trucker to trucker. I'm going to go trucker to trucker. I'm so passionate about you guys wanting to be healthy and needing to get healthy and, and understanding how simple it is because really, truly, you and I both know it's not that complicated. No. We just make it so overwhelming because it's different and we may have not done it before. It's like going to second grade and all you've ever known is first grade. Yeah. Got to show up on day one yeah. and figure it out and you will. Well, and we're barraged with. All right. All right. We're going to come back right after a brief word from one of our sponsors, Mother Trucker Yoga. Let's get you guys feeling better wherever, on the go, in the truck, outside the truck, you name it. And we can help you start feeling better from that back pain, knee pain, hip pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, you name it. Let's take pain out of the equation for you. All right. We'll be right back. I get it. Who has time to work out anymore? At MotherTruckerYoga.com, we have easy three to five short minute videos to help you feel better wherever. Visit us at MotherTruckerYoga.com. And you're listening to A Daily Dose of Hope, healthy stuff so you can keep on trucking with Hope Savara. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. Ron is back. And uh, we are talking about trucker health, the real, the good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing, the wonderful. And Dr. Ron is here um, telling us all about <laughs> what he does to stay healthy on the road. And guess what? For those of you tuning in that are our truck drivers and are thinking this is not possible, what he's doing is not rocket science. What he is doing did not take you know, extensive effort to the point where it was like, oh my gosh, someone's going to cut off my arm if I have to eat this. So, so what he's telling us is he brings kettlebells with, he's out walking on the walking trails that a lot of these truck stops have provided for you. You know, he's getting other truckers to come with him. Like that's what it's all about. Make this a community movement where it's not just one trucker and everybody watching him or her from inside their rig. Let's try to make this a more of a community thing. Look at this, curry noodles, 80 calories, boom. Are these some of the things that you get at the Indian truck stop? No, but at the Loves, where you typically don't find any love, they do have the Indian in the bag meals. Nice. Pop them in the microwave right there in the See, Loves, there's a little plug for you. plug for you. I love it. Can you put that last one up again? What was that one? This is full, Vietnamese full. Full nice. Do you, do you talk uh, Vietnamese when you eat it? Does it turn does it like change your personality when you eat it? My kids do that. 
when they eat something and they pretend to be that. Although it's interesting to like think what they think certain nationalities sound like or are. This is not trying to do anything. It's just more of a funny little. Oh, <laughs> don't do it. I'm a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't don't leave me down that rabbit hole. Oh my God. You got to entertain yourself somehow, right? <laughs> if you got to distract yourself from food, you might as well do it in, in a fun way, right? You might as well do it in a fun way. But um, I'm curious. So, so what do you do? What do you do while you're driving to pass the time then? Because I know I hear from a lot of truck drivers, they eat, you know, obviously talking with people, you know, phones, that kind of stuff has helped tremendously. Um, although I did just read something somewhere where they're trying to ban truck drivers from talking on the phone while driving. I don't remember where I read it. I was like, are you serious? Do you understand what these people do all day long? They drive and talk to nobody. Clinton, uh, Clinton did that. He tried to take the CDs, uh, Bill Clinton, when he, during his administration. Um, but no, normally I'm on Zello. <laughs> I'm on Zello. You know, we get each other down the road. Um, sometimes we purposely not really start a fight, but start a real um, a banter. I like to call it a banter. Right, exactly. Um, something really controversial, um, and just gets people down the road you know if you if you're angry you're not sleepy so um and it keeps you engaged you know and it keeps you alert and keeps you awake and if someone's not talking it's like oh what happened we lose one <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it's all about it's you know i think being a trucker again i'm an outsider but being a trucker it's such an unusual and interesting relationship because like people have their coworkers in the cubicle next to them or standing right next to them, your coworkers essentially can be hundreds of thousands of miles away. Literally, literally. Uh, you know, and what's, what's, what's really nice is during the day, you got people from the States, but in the evening, you know, your international drivers come in, which is their morning. So that's awesome. Some guys is, uh, trying to scare an elephant from eating the grain out of their trailer or some guy is in India and he's got monkeys running around, you know, when he's vlogging. I mean, it's, it, it definitely puts stuff in perspective. Like, and it's not just in the States drivers all over the world are being, uh, mistreated. Can I say that? No, I think, I think so. I think it's real. I mean, let's not candy coat it. Yeah. So, um, so when the when the guys over in South Africa went on strike, it gave the the guys in uh, Brazil the motivation to go on strike. But you know, we just watched it on TV with a big old porterhouse steak and some fries, and we didn't do anything. So well, and I think too, what you hear on the news is such a small, sometimes slanted portion of how things really are, and your coworkers, I'm going to call them coworkers, um, because they are your fellow drivers, Ooh. are telling you how it really is. And I think that's one of the things too, where, you know, when I talk to people about health in the trucking industry and wellness and fitness and things like that, there is such a misconception that it's like nobody on the face of the planet that drives a truck cares about their health. And it's so frustrating because it's so not true. 
It's so not true. I mean, we have a lot of work to do in the trucking industry. Do I think it's impossible? No. Are more and more little things popping up all the time? Absolutely. Now we just need to get drivers to do them, to apply them and make them happen. One of the things I was talking with when I had talked to someone at TA Petro was um, they have a fitness and wellness coordinator for, because they have a lot of fitness centers, but they said to me that nobody really uses them. I'm like, well, how about I come in? I'll travel across, you know, wherever it takes, show up at these truck stops, say, hey guys, I'm going to show you how to work out, how to lift weights the right way. Let's show you some yoga stuff. I'm going to take you on a walk on the walking trail, show you how to get more out of your hike and more out of your walk so you can burn more calories, you can feel better. Like we have to start changing something to give you guys a leg up so you have a chance. So you're not 50 and feel like you're 80, but still, you know, love what you're doing because that's one thing I love about truckers is you guys are so flipping passionate about what you do. It's unbelievable how passionate you guys and gals are. I mean, you, you talk to them, they're telling you one second that they have edema and their legs are swelling. And then the other time they're telling them how it's like they're a fifth generation truck driver and they love it and they'll do it until they die. I mean, most people in, in corporate, they're bitching and complaining and they're like, I'm going to need a new job now. Like, oh, I'm going to go and be my own employer or whatever, blah, blah, blah. The grass is greener. Not you guys, not you guys and gals. You are dedicated through and through. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate part. I mean uh trucking uh at one point we were the industry the drivers were the industry now the industry are the soups behind the desk and so they've taken on the walmart uh the the mcdonald's way of hiring uh you know it's just a revolving door you know what i mean if if i tell my license or if i lose my license today or i can't get a medical card today we got another guy to fill that seat before the seat gets cold I got somebody else to fill it. But what's so sad is they're spending countless dollars on constant new hires, training, um, having to do the recruitment process, the money that they put into that. What if they just take care of the drivers that want to drive and that love mm -hmm. driving and they just give them a little bit of something extra to encourage them to be healthy? I mean, as a, as a driver, am I, am I speaking Latin? I mean, is it really that like, I think you're like really stuck in the seventies. I, I would agree. I mean, it, and it's, and it's, yeah, I mean, but you know, bell bottoms came back. <laughs> <laughs> so did high waisted pants, right? Yeah. The ones that right. you wear up to your chest. <laughs> <laughs> about that for another day but <laughs> i'm not but going I mean, to this leave is the reality this is the reality yeah. um yeah. i mean i think we just need to get out of those trucks uh, you know ultimately we need to get out we need to get moving we need to get circulation um uh you know we're not even talking about the meds can we, <laughs> can we have that conversation you know wake up can in the you, morning for for the people that aren't truck drivers that are listening can you explain to the listeners what a typical 
truck drivers kind of day is or week is because I don't think a lot of people understand like what is mandated for a break like how long do you have off like when people hear what you're stuck at a truck stop what does that mean can you explain that to people um you start off in your morning you go get loaded um you get pretty much put in a line and herded like cattle um you get your trailer loaded, then you get off, you know, and this is more over the road truck drivers. Uh, so you head out to your destination. In the evening, no matter where you are in the country, all the cities do not want trucks parked or idling in the area. So your parking is extremely limited. So for 3.5 truck drivers on the road over the country, Oh, you know, throughout the United States, you have 300,000 parking spaces throughout the country. So we're in your Walmart sleeping, we're in your Lowe's and Home Depot's and Costco's, Sam Clubs, where typically we're not wanted because, you know, someone can't sleep with the truck idling next door to the Costco. So and you need a place to sleep it's like yeah. you're homeless i yeah. mean at this point really like looking for a home also yeah. in the parking lot so um but in between then uh because you got to go 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 you got to do your 600 700 miles a day you stop to get fuel and while you're fueling you run inside and get some of those tasty hot dogs uh some of those uh um Hostess cakes in a little pack, you know. Little babies, man. All right, let's try the phone. <laughs> Guys, this is real life, people. Okay, this is how it really rolls. All right, can't get much more real than this. We're not gonna oh candy coat anything. I don't got time to candy coat shit. Okay, I, we just gotta keep it real. All right, this is how this is how I roll. Yeah. This is how I roll. But so so here's the real. We were we were talking about a day in the life of a truck driver. And you were right. telling us about, you know, kind of the, the night issue and the sleep issue and finding space. But like when you wake up in the morning, what is the, what is the day like? What are you doing? Right. Um, I'm sorry. Truck driver headphones. <laughs> yes. We got to fit the part Let's here. do this. Okay. Very there nice. we go. Oh yeah. You sound a lot better now. Okay. <laughs> um, very nice. So, uh, just to recap, uh, in the morning you wake up, <clears throat> you cough up a lung in the truck stop uh, sink. Uh, I hear feedback. Do you hear feedback? No, nope, I'm good. Okay. So you cough up a lung and then you, uh, you know, get started on your day. Um, ultimately, you got to rush, rush, rush to get loaded. You get herded in like cattle. It's kind of like going to court. Everybody got to be, uh, you got 50 drivers, got to be at the same place at 9 a.m. Um, so you got to hurry up and park, hurry up and get staged and hurry up and hit the door, hurry up and get to the receiver's office, it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, ultimately, uh, uh, you take get that load, you, you take off because there's such, uh, uh, it's, you know, the, the times are so tight. Um, you have to, you know, get down the road. You got to drive, drive, drive. Your hours of service would not allow you to take a break. Well, depending on the load, but be, okay. the, the constraints of the load and the constraints of your hours of service, you got to squeeze it all in. And you got to get a 30-minute break in between that. And you got to get six 
the 700 miles in, no matter what you got going on, traffic, construction, weather, it doesn't matter. That load's expected to be there. So with all of that, you got to eat. So typically, uh, you got to stop and get um, McDonald's, Burger King, whatever you can find in the truck stop. That is like uh, under five minutes. Five minutes. You got to go, go, go. Um, little Debbie's. Oh, man, I was a slave to that woman there. <laughs> and I don't think she was little. Let's be real here. I think they were alive to us. I don't think there was anything little about Debbie. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but she was good to me. <laughs> she had you all in the right spots and all in the wrong oh, ones all goodness. at the same time. All the wrong ones, yeah. So, and um, then you and come then home and Kelly goes, were you with little Debbie again? You got to stop going by her. Stop inviting her into your truck. She's not allowed in oh, there no. anymore. No, no. Actually, me and Kelly, as it pertains to little Debbie, we were in a polynamorous relationship. <laughs> Family show, family show. (laughs) I'm crying. This is great. This is great. Was this was was Kelly cool with this? I mean, this is the reality here. I mean, she probably didn't have a choice. I mean, you're out on the road. Debbie's with you when you're on the road. Kelly's with you when you're home. So yeah, yeah, you get what you get. Two wives, two wives. (laughs) So no, ultimately, (laughs) I just learned that word this year. I can tell you really rolled off your tongue quite well. I was very impressed. Um, so then ultimately you get unloaded or you got to wait till the next morning to get unloaded. So now you have to find somewhere to park. Parking at the truck stops is a struggle. 300,000 parking spots among around the USA. You got 3.5 million drivers driving uh, on any given day per day on uh, the nation's roads. So parking is a struggle. Can I drink? Am I allowed yeah, to have a... Yeah, fine. Well, and that's interesting because when I was talking to Dan from IED Truck Stop, he was saying, you know, I was asking him about the parking lot because it's a pretty big park parking lot at the TA down there. And uh, he was like, oh yeah, come five o'clock, trucks are racing in here. And it's like, some of them get here early just to get a spot. Like they will literally start earlier to get there earlier just to get a spot or it's like, where are you going to go? Yeah. Uh, it's either that or to, or to get on or to get, to get off ramps. Um, I don't suggest either one, but at least when you, the get off ramps or excuse me, on the get on ramps, these guys are just turning on and they might, you know, getting up to 30, 35 mile an hour to get off ramps these people are, you know, 80 mile an hour, you know, until they get to the stop sign at the end of the ramp. So, uh, you know, you put yourself in danger, you know, just, uh, it's, a, uh, it's not all bad, but you know, uh, and I know I'm painting a, a pretty bad picture, but there's something that keeps me here for 20 years. So yeah. What do you, bad. what do you like about, I mean, what, what keeps you there? I mean, I'm not, I'm not joking. When I talk to truckers, about especially ones that have been in the business for 20 plus years, 20, 30, 40 years. It's like this glimmer in their eye. And it's like, (laughs) it don't matter. It don't matter how hard the struggle is or how much it's bad on their body. It is like they light up 
like a little girl going to their first recital. It is just like, <laughs> I mean, they just love it. They just, and, and it gets me excited because that's how I am. I am so passionate about helping people feel better and be healthy like that's where i light up and so it's like when you get two light bulbs together man you you get a lot of you get a lot of action and so Absolutely. what keeps you on the road what keeps you doing uh, this i'm a tourist that's it i'm a tourist no uh there's so this this country is so vast it has so much to offer um I just got home today and I had a big box of just stuff for the kids and for Kelly. Um, uh, I just, the culture and being able to teach, you know, um, that's the other thing. We got to get out of these trucks. Um, we leave these corporations uh, responsible. We, we've handed over the responsibility to training the new drivers. The corporation is literally doing a bang up job. Can I name names? No, I won't leave. I won't name names. But they really, <laughs> we'll literally. We'll leave them hanging, right? You, we know we're talking <laughs> about you. You know it. You want to know the answer to that? Call me. Get up, Joe Jam on Zello. He'll be ranting about it. He'll be ranting about it Monday morning. Oh my goodness! But no, uh, we left. We we left the responsibility to the corporations, which, you know, it's it's kind of like going to a for-profit school. You know what I mean, uh, they got to make money whether you learn it or not. And mm. what happens is we have people out here on the trucks who don't know what they're doing. So it gives me an opportunity. It's a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. It gives me the opportunity to get out of the truck and be of some sort of help. Um, another selfless plug, drivers, we got to do better as far as the safety as it pertains to truckers. We got to do better. We're finding drivers dead in their trucks due to health concerns. We're finding drivers dead in their trucks due to um, being accosted. We got to do better. We got to be the eyes and the ears. We can't wait on the police. We can't leave it up to the truck stops. We can't leave it up to the trucking companies. This is our responsibility. So it gives me an opportunity to teach whether I'm helping a driver back into a hole. Uh, if I see a driver with a hammer <clears throat> checking the tire pressure of his tires, I only learned this about six years ago. So it took me 20 years to learn this. Um, that driver has been uh, uh, mistrained. There's nothing that you can tell other than that tire has air in it by hitting it with a hammer. Other than there's no nail. I mean, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, when you said hammer i was like so, what's gonna happen where is this conversation going that's a new one that's a new one uh it doesn't the, the myth in trucking it, is that that, that we point. think that if we hit the tire hard enough we can tell exactly how much air is in there there's no science to support that bring out the uh the tire gauge. Yeah, the tire gauge tells you how much. <laughs> and I think they're okay, guys. I think they're like two dollars. Yeah, hey, <laughs> sweetie. So yeah, yeah, it don't cost much. And to the experienced drivers, the drivers who know what I just learned six years ago, 
we're laughing at you. When you're running out there with the hammer, well, not me anymore. I want to, you know, I want to share what I know now. I want to teach everybody. But you'll laugh and then share, right? I mean, that's, let's just be real. You'll laugh at them and then be like, hey, dude, like, this is what you got to do. Oh, I mean, come on. Put the hammer away, man. Let's be honest. You will laugh and then you will show them the right oh, way. Man. I mean, how else do you entertain yourself? Let's be honest. Hey, just like when people fall on the ice, I, I, I laugh first. And then I say, are you okay? <laughs> but I think this is, this is also, Ron, this is also uh -oh, what you're frozen. talking about. What you're talking about, though, is also an education on the other end, too. What happened? Come back. So that was happened. You literally clapped your hand and you went black. All right, there you are. Um, <laughs> You froze. I was like, maybe she's got the clapper over there. No, you did. You did. But but I just want to say one last thing because what you just shared right here, it's also it's also. I can't even be serious looking at you. I can't even be serious. Um, what what you are saying though is also on the other end. For those of you that are not right. truck drivers, you need to show more respect to these guys and gals driving a load that could crush you like a bug in about two seconds. You need to back off their rear ends. You need to let them in when they are trying to change lanes. You need to not race them down the alleyway when you're trying to get onto the on-ramp. I mean, seriously, people. Yes, Lord. You know, I, I just, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. But but this is the this is the reality. I mean, show some respect. You want that in your in your office with your coworkers? You need to show that to these men and women that are driving because you essentially are the person in the cubicle next to them. You just happen to be driving a car and they are driving a semi that could squish you like a bug. So let's just show these people some respect and not flip them off and not try to race them and cut them off because, hey, you know, they, they, literally, they literally can just hit the gas and rear-end you and again, like I said, squish you like a bug. Not that they would, but the reality is for them to slow down because you're being a jig off, takes a lot more effort and skill than it does for you. And if you're having an inexperienced driver, that could be a massive accident that you will regret later on. So that's just my plug as an outsider and as a person that doesn't drive truck but is immersed in the trucking community, we, we have to do better for you, for you as a truck driver. We have to do better. <laughs> we, we will be taking an offering for subscribers. You'll see the donate button at the bottom of this posting, and you can donate, and we will distribute the funds accordingly. Namaste. Yeah. But I mean, fun. but I mean, seriously though, for for those of you that are listening out here. You know, I hope this is helpful, whether or not you're a truck driver or not, to just understand the culture that these truck drivers are dealing with on a daily basis as far as health goes, but also just their lifestyle. And this is not something that they're going, well, oh, well, it is very difficult for them to make changes and choices, but it's not impossible. You're on again. There we go. 
No, I, I turned off the Wi-Fi. That, that, I think another gerbil uh, bit the dust. <laughs> all right, all right. Another so gerbil, for, man. for those of you that are watching this episode, most important thing is share this, share this episode out with your fellow Facebook and YouTube friends. And uh, don't forget to share some love. Drop some comments in the comment section. Let us know what you think about what we've been talking about. What's your input? Um, what are your struggles as a truck driver? What do you want to see more in a truck stop? What do you want to see more assistance more with, with health and wellness when it comes to being out on the road? How can we help you help yourself? So, Ron, any last words? Hey, uh, let's just keep moving the nation's freight, but let's do it healthy. Let's eat right, you know. Let's let's put down the happy meals and pick up some celery. Cause they're not that happy, you guys. Let let reality check. They're not that happy. <laughs> oh yeah. Matter of fact, can I can I say this real quick? Yes, yes. Um, we're recruited. Uh, the way that we recruit, we recruited from soup kitchens, homeless shelters, mama's basements, and these people take four weeks to be responsible for 80,000 pounds and it takes at 55 miles an hour it takes a whole football field to bring that to a stop wow. um just keep that in mind next time you feel like you've been mistreated or disrespected by a truck driver and you want to put your arm out the window and you know you don't always get me like I'm calm cool you know, some of these guys, you know, they've been beat up all day. You know, the shippers, the receivers beat them up. The waitress at the truck stop beats them up. And then towards the end of their shift, you tell them that they're number one. <laughs> and they just can't <laughs> handle it. Yeah. Sometimes they might slip off the off the brake. It's not, it's not good. It's not a good thing. So, nah, well, we just got to do better. You know, the infrastructure of the country, it, it could be a lot better. Um, uh, we are taught how to, um, to watch for you, but when you get your driver's license, you're not taught how to watch for us no. and know what we're able to do and what we're not able to do. So, um, just take a little more time. You know, it takes you a couple of extra seconds to get somewhere, you know, that's what it takes. But, uh, uh, we consciously, cognizantly. Make sure that when the motor in public makes a bonehead decision, it shouldn't be a life-altering bonehead decision. Agreed. So we're safe. We're, we're highway angels. We're safety angels every day. I agree. I, I save agree. a. So I save a life that. every day. I, we so appreciate that is one thing I am definitely incredibly appreciative. Half the time I'm waving at semi drivers, I'm like, thank you, because he was so <laughs> everyone's flipping you off and looking at you funny. I'm gonna smile at you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be someone that's smiling at you guys and appreciating you. Um, one last question: Are you going to mass? Ooh, can we get out of here without answering that? I know, oh. I know. I, I played I played Kelly three times. We didn't go on a cruise twice, and then we didn't go to New Orleans. So the only time that we can go is through to New Orleans is during the week of Mats. So oh, rocket, rocket! But for those of you, for those of you that are going to Mats, I will forgive you this one time because you do got to take Kelly somewhere fun. Um, we're going to be there. Mother Trucker Yoga is going to be there. Come check us out. We'll be doing some breakout sessions, hopefully, 
and uh, we have some pretty epic stuff going on at our booth. So come check us out, say hi, and share the love. And let's work together to get more truckers healthy this year. 2019 is the year. Let's do it. Let's work together and let's make magic happen. All right, Ron, thanks so much for joining us today. For those of you that have tuned in, just remember there's always hope for you out there and I am going to help you bring that right into your life. Make sure you share this video, like this video, love this video. Bye guys. And you've been listening to A Daily Dose of Hope with Hope Savara. Thanks for tuning in.